What's up, beautiful people? This is Rika. Thank you for joining me for this episode. I wanted to apologize in advance. There is a little glitchiness or a little interference in the recording, but you will still be able to hear the message and join the conversation. So on to the show. Hey, everybody. This is Rika, your host of Soul Healer Podcast. And today I am joined by special guest, Katie Ewers, numerologist and host of the Soul Explorer Numerology Podcast. And I asked Katie to join me on the podcast today because listening to her podcast, she knows so much about numerology. Did you guess that already? She knows about life path numbers and soul urge numbers. And for those of you that know me, know that I definitely live by life path numbers. I I would give people on the, the metro their life path number if they sat beside me. So now I am excited to talk to someone who knows this, like really, really, really knows this. So welcome, Katie, to Soul Podcast. Hello, everyone. Happy to be here. Thank you so much for joining me. Katie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Right. So I work with the language of the universe, which is sacred number, um, to remind people, to help people to understand that they have a real life purpose that they come to this lifetime to achieve. And um, without this knowledge of knowing that you've already come with a purpose, you know, you'll get given a purpose by the people around you. And it's that ultimate question that we all ask ourselves, why am I here? Sometimes we just ask ourselves that question, don't we? Yeah. And that's what, that's what I just love to do. I just love to remind people what they're here for. Okay. And how did you get into numerology? Is this something you've been doing your whole life? Absolutely. So when I was uh, very young, my dad would always bend my ear about spiritual stuff, which I didn't fully understand at the time. And he would talk about the power of one, the power of three, and how they work together. So I started to read and look around some of his books. And then when I was a teenager... I was doing the numbers of all my friends on the choir because, you know, when you're a teenager, you don't tell your friends that you do things like that because, you know, it might not be cool. Mm -hmm. So I would be doing all their numbers, their expression number, their life path, and I would know so much about them. And it gave me this hidden wisdom, mm -hmm. things that I knew about them. Um, and it was just something, it was just so accurate. And I just fell in love and never stopped doing it. And then I had a, a past life regression, um, which showed me numerology in practice. It showed me how we live each lifetime. Um, we have multiple lifetimes and that we take talents with us from lifetime to lifetime. We take issues with us from lifetime to lifetime. And we have a life path, but we don't always achieve that in one lifetime. Sometimes it can take many lifetimes. And sometimes we could do it in maybe one or two, but sometimes it can take many lifetimes to achieve our challenges. And my past life regression, it showed me 
why my dad had issues that he had, why I had issues, why I had the fears that I had. It blew my mind. And then I just felt my guides telling me every day, you should be helping people. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't hide it. Don't just do it and then snigger and think, oh, I know better than you. <laughs> you know, you've got you've got to help other people with this. So, but at first I was very nervous about it. So when I did my first video, I sort of did the video and then went to hide under a cushion because I was really scared about how people might respond. You never know how people might respond. And it was only over time when I was getting good feedback, I thought, yeah, I love this. I'm just going to keep doing it. And it sort of rolled from there, really. Did you get or did you encounter a lot of people who had fear come up about this? Like, oh, this isn't something I'm supposed to do. This is witchy. This is this isn't of God or whatever. Like, did they push away from it? Well, what I what is my my big philosophy is that not everybody is ready to hear certain bits of information and it might not be their path at that moment to hear that so I don't tend to give people their numbers unless they show an interest and their heart their soul asks me for that information because you can give people nuggets of information but if they're not ready to hear it it will fall on stony ground and they just won't do anything with that so I'm very much the sort of person that waits for that person to say, oh, can you tell me my numbers? And then I'll be off telling them all their numbers and everything about it, because I feel at that moment their soul is ready to hear it. And if they're not, I don't tell them. OK, so as I mentioned with myself, when I first found out about life path numbers, I looked at my entire family. I looked up. <laughs> yeah friends and I was like here take this information read it it'll tell you about your whole life and I have a website that I go to that really resonates with me and her name is Felicia Bender I don't know if you've heard of her before I don't know yeah. her personally and I tell people like I don't know this lady I don't have any type of partnerships with her this is just the site that resonates with me the most and I'll say here this is about a karmic debt number that you have attached to you this is about this number that you have attached to you or the master number. And people think they hear master number and they're like, oh, I'm going to be a master. And I'm like, mm, that does not, that means like you may have a tough life. <laughs> like yeah. it could mean so many different things. But mm -hmm. I also noticed during our discussion through email that there's not only a life path number, but you mentioned something about toolbox number. Absolutely. Yes. What is a toolbox number? Right. So if I could, um, so I consider someone's date of birth is their purpose. Mm -hmm. And that consists of their whole date of birth reduced and added together and with specific reference to the day they were born as well. So I use the, the, the life path number and the birthday number there. This is your target. This is what you're here to do. And you won't necessarily find that easy. However, you were given a present. The first present you were ever given the day you were born was the energy of your birth name. Mm. That energy of your birth name contains your toolbox that you will then use to help you achieve the challenges of your purpose, which is your life path and birthday number. So within that toolbox is your, your name 
holds that toolbox information and that's your talents that's your soul urge which is your motivation that's your personality number your maturity number and quite importantly your karmic past so i break down the letters of someone's name and look at what they've done before look at what energies they might still not have achieved yet and what energies might be a bit overbalanced like if the average is one number and you've got five in your name you're you're going to have a lot of energy in that and that can cause a huge overbalance or if you have none you might struggle because you don't have that experience in your soul from the past so i see someone's name as their toolbox okay so what if a person does not resonate with their birth name and they have changed their name or they go by a nickname does you um, I, the same type of information from that? Oh, I, the birth name is a fixed talent that is there from birth. However, we change our names. We often don't use our full name. I don't go up to someone and go, hello, my name's Katie Louise Yours. I don't always express that energy, even though it is a fixed talent within me. So if I just say, hello, my name is Katie, that vibrates at the 191. So that is a slightly different vibration that I that actually helps your expression number. It kind of adds to it like a, um, a helper. So I vibrate at the five, which is my full birth name. But if I just say, hello, my name is Katie, then one is attached to that. So I'm a five and a one. So the five is fearless and the one is strong. <laughs> so it kind of those energies add together. Okay. And they well, work together. Okay. And while, when you mentioned, if you just go up to someone and say your name is Katie, you said the 191. What does that mean? So each letter of the alphabet vibrates at a number. Mm -hmm. So A is two, A is one, T is two, I is nine, and E is five. Mm -hmm. So Add all those together that comes to 19191 oh okay i got it i got it so i when you say 191 i understand it better because if you think of the life path numbers which for those of you listening that don't understand the life path number and how you add that number up from what i know from how i do it and i've seen different ways to do it you can add each individual number from the year you were born and then add that to the month and then add that to the day and you may get yeah. a double digit which could be a karmic debt number or a master number and then you still yeah. bring that down to a single digit so a 191 in my sense may be like a karmic debt number and then yes. your life purpose number which is the one as a leader, that's me. Uh, <laughs> so now I understand it better because I can see it in my head as me writing it out. But yeah. I just wanted to break it down for those people listening that may not understand how that how that is. So would you consider based off of your name that there's some karmic debt that you that followed you from this from a past life? Yes. So my full name so Katie is 191. Mm -hmm. My full name, all together, when I add each reduced element, 
that adds to a one four five, which okay. again is a karmic debt. So sometime um, in my past, I had been maybe a bit uh, rebellious, not used my uh, freedom responsibly and gained a karmic debt. But when it becomes your talent number, the 145 is actually my talent number, my expression number. It That shows that actually I've surpassed that karmic debt and I'm showing the talent of that number, if you know what I mean. Yes. So though the 145 is in my name, it is something that I've already walked that path and I've already, um, I, I actually show talent in the 145. But if it was your life path number, then you're still working with that debt. Mm. So for those who don't know the one, four, five, well, the five is considered a freedom seeker, right? Absolutely. <laughs> you're that freedom fighter. You're like, no, I'm not I am. <laughs> Everything I've ever done is work towards freedom. And when I, um, even as a child, and I, I read my expression number, I laughed my head off. I thought, that's me. <laughs> But then when I read my life path number, I laughed because that wasn't me. Wow. It's not your number yet. I'm working towards being a 347. I wasn't a 347 yet. So whereas my fiveness was out everywhere, loud, gobby, communicative, rebellious, the seven in me was there, but the potential was there, but it, it was still building I'm more of a seven now than I was before. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay. So before we go any farther in the conversation, I'd like yeah. to ask people who are on the podcast, if you could give me an intention for this conversation, what would it be? Um, I thought then you asking the people on the podcast to say that or for me to say that? Well, you, for you, you are my guest on the podcast. So, so sometimes I give an intention based off of why I asked you here and yeah. what I would hope for other people to gain from listening to this episode. Oh, yeah. Um, but what, what, what is your intention for why you do what you do? and how it can help people listening. I want everybody to know, everybody to know that they have a life purpose that they had, that they agreed before they came here. And that it's, it's, it's for your own personal evolution. And if you don't know that information, if you don't know why you're here, and that it's for your own evolution. Society will give you a purpose. They will say, you've got to go to school, get your grades, get a job, pay your taxes, have more children. And, you know, they will give you a purpose in life or tell you what you are here to do when it's not the case. That's just society's conditioning. So I want to make as many people in this world aware that they have their own personal life purpose, that they, they should be pursuing for their own evolution, not just to impress whatever leader we have in society, or not just to impress the people around you or to get validation from people around you. You have a purpose. 
And that purpose is for you. And it shouldn't be controlled by society or anyone else around you. And I just want everyone to know that. Yes, thank you so much. And that's pretty much why I felt guided and to ask you to join me on this episode because I can't reach everybody myself. <laughs> and I know you can't reach everybody yourself, especially you're in the UK. You're in a different time zone. My people don't know you. So I'm a connector. I like to connect people with individuals that they may not have ever thought was available and I stumbled upon your podcast and I know things resonate with me that other people may overlook and I consider myself a soul healer so it was just your the name alone resonated with me I was like she's my soul sister (laughs) and she loves numbers like me oh my gosh yeah let me I do I do past life regression as well so I do consider myself a soul healer wow it's core to things that they might be holding on to from way back and you can look at it in numerology but you can actually do it in actually actually do it with a past life regression and you really notice that people's life paths are so linked to what they say to you in their regression Mm. You, you see issues that, are, that have run through many lifetimes that they're still dealing with now. And that blows my mind. And I always, when I do a regression, I talk to the person about their life path too. And we see, look how the same they are. Look how you've struggled with this in your life or showing love in your life. And look, you're a life path too. You're still struggling with showing love in your life. Wow. And it's just just so inspiring. I've just got to get that to as many people as I possibly can. Right. I completely understand because I also do past life regressions. So I, this is so synchronistic. This is just amazing. And I'm glad that I found you and was able to listen to your podcast. And just so other people can know that they can check it out because, you know, we won't have time on today's episode to tell to teach people how to figure out your life path number or your soul urge number or um the toolbox because even if I asked you to look up my name my name is so long (laughs) and that's what I go by Rika Davis because when I was born like yeah a lot of people don't know even people close to me don't know my full name because uh I don't know what my mom was thinking she wanted to put everybody's name in my name. <laughs> so my I, love full, that. I don't know what my mom was thinking. <laughs> my full name is Derica Audrey Terry Williams. That was my birth name. So that shit, is, it will take up a full line on the paper. But I know for some numbers, or to look up some information, you would have to take like the, just use the vowels and then just, or just add the consonants and mm-hmm. it, it can get deep. And oh, yeah, I could go on for hours on one person's chart. I could dig for hours. If they've got five hours, I could fill it with their chart numbers. 
And yeah, people, people think astrology is deep, but numerology, whew, it can get deep. A lot of people just know about angel numbers and all of these different things, but it's so much more to it. And even like, what's your take on angel numbers? Do you do anything with that? Yes. Um, I don't, um, I haven't done many videos on angel numbers. It's something that is in, it's something that I'm looking to do in the future. But I get asked all the time, oh, I keep seeing 1111, or I keep seeing 111, or, you know, every time I look at the clock, it's 222. Mm -hmm. And I can then, if, if that person asks me, I will then tell them the significance of that. Say 1111, the minute I see 1111, I go straight back into myself and ask my guides if there's anything they need to tell me at that time. Am I not listening to the wisdom? Because 1111 is calling you back to source. It's saying, hello, we're here, listen. So if I see 1111 or somebody else sees 1111, I say, right, when you see that, just go to the loo, stand aside, go away from people and ask your guides, what is that message that the 1111 is trying to give to them for today? Yeah, because it can it can get confusing. I do have an app on my phone called Angel Numbers because I was seeing them so much and I tell people that I work with all the time, like it doesn't just have to be one 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 or two 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 or three 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 it could be an anniversary date that you're seeing all the time on the clock it could be your birthday like my yeah. my 17 year old she'll see the clock and she was like look my birthday look it's my birthday and I'm like okay yeah. did you look it up did it make sense to you but it's so many different websites and they say so many different things yes. how do you retain all of that information <laughs> how do oh, you remember yeah. it well I've been learning the numbers for so long now that I know them parrot fashion. I just, I have an archetype. So when I think of a one person, I'll think of say a character like Maleficent. So she was a very powerful leader, very strong. If you cross Maleficent, you'll know about it. But underneath that surface, she's actually quite mushy. I saw uh, underneath it, ones can be very powerful people, but underneath it, they've got, they, they're humans, they have compassion, they look out for other people, especially as you've got to look at those sub-lessons as well, because they add energies, it's so complex. So the Maleficent character that I saw was someone that you don't mess with, but they will cradle you if you need it yeah so there's archetypes that help me remember the power of the one they're leaders they're initiators they don't like planning they like to get started and do it now because sitting around is just a waste of everybody's life and you know putting a one into a business meeting they're like sat there going yeah can we start i'm getting sick of sitting here talking about it and never getting anything done can we just start now please but the problem with that, with the one, is if they start and they initiate too quickly, sometimes planning is needed. One, to get advice from a two, and for a two, to get advice from a one, so that they're not running ahead and falling off the cliff, and the two would be going, stop, stop, you know? <laughs> 
I am over here laughing so hard because Katie, you need to get out of my business. <laughs> so I don't know if I, I don't know if I told you, but I am a life path one. So I am that leader. I'm that person that learns different things and teaches other people. And then my daughter, who I just mentioned, she's 17. She's a two. So she's that mediator. She's that person that yeah. helps snap sense into you. So I'll find myself asking her her advice and I'll do something. And she was like, no, why? Why would you do that? Like, I would never do that. And I'm like, but what about it? She's like, no, if you didn't want to do it, why did you do it? I'm like, okay, all right. But I am about taking action and taking action. Yeah. And my husband is a five. So he's just like, you need to have a plan. What, like, how is this going to really benefit? You? Like what? And I'm just like, but I want to, I just want to do it. And let's just, yeah. is this going to be fun? And then. <laughs> yeah. And you'll lose interest. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't give you what you need straight away, you'll lose interest and you'll be on to the next. Mm -hmm. uh, that initial, wow, that's a great idea. I need to action that right now. And then if it doesn't, go to plan or you think I'm not sure about that idea you will throw that idea in the bin and never think about it again yes that is so me as you were talking I was just like oh she's talking about me because <laughs> people feel and then they add the astrology into me they project my astrology because I'm a Gemini so they're yeah. like oh you guys are two-faced and you which one are which one am I gonna get today but that's my life has like you will get the nice version of me the calm the chill version until you trigger something or until you treat me in a way that I don't desire to be treated and then you'll see the other side of me yeah and I'm like everybody has multiple versions of themselves so don't box me in yes absolutely I agree totally this idea all Gemini's are two-faced they're not actually Gemini's are multifaceted, which means they can be whatever they want to be. So people say that that's two-faced. It's not. Mm -hmm. it, versatility is what it is. Because I'm a Gemini rising and I'm like you. So I am um, very much the communicator, as you may have noticed. But again, that the side of me that someone will get will be if they treat me well. But they will see a very, very different side of me. If they don't, <laughs> we're all the same in a way. And I hate this idea two-faced, whatever. <laughs> I buy into that. No. This is just me with all masks off. Which one do you want? Yes. And that's what you're going to get. Yeah. So I also noticed, well, when I reached out to you and I talked about all of the different types of numbers and just by me doing my own research, I've mentioned a few, but then I asked you about a destiny number. Yes. And you didn't really resonate with that. No. no. <laughs> so can you explain why you don't really resonate with the destiny number? Yeah. So um, destiny number is another word for expression number. And it is the second most important number in your chart. So it's vitally important. It's all of your name added together, which is your, I call, expression number. Mm -hmm. So expression number is a talent you already have. It's your toolbox. It comes from your name. 
You've brought it with you to help you achieve your life path. So you express yourself as that energy. Destiny number. For me, the destiny of a person is not fixed. We make decisions, we do things, we don't do things. And really, our best destiny is to achieve our life path number, is to learn and evolve. If we were destined just to be the number of our talent, we would never change. And I don't like destiny. That tells me that my life is fixed, that I make decisions, that I don't learn lessons, that whatever I do in life, oh, you're, you're, you're destined for this. I'm sorry. No, I don't <laughs> resonate with that. Because we're all here to learn and change and evolve. So the destiny, or should I say expression number, is the talent we bring with us. It's how we express ourselves. And it's there as a tool to help us achieve the elements of our life path and birthday number. So I think expression number, even though it's the same thing, really, it's just a word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I feel that expression number is what you see in people. So if I meet someone, I'll see their expression number. I won't see their life path so much because they're not that number yet. They're working towards it. Mm. And it's how far down their path they are. But what you will see straight away is their expression number because that's the energy that they exude to the world. That's how they express themselves. But it's not their destiny. That implies a fixed future. Okay. Just a word I don't like. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for explaining that. So do you do any classes or do have any courses to help people understand yes. these numbers on a deeper yes. level? I do one-to-one -one teaching um, um, with people that want, you know, I do one-to-one -one and small group. But I've also got courses on Udemy um, that people can click on and do. Um, I do a foundations course, which just teaches you how to explain, how to uh, calculate all the numbers. And there's a lot mm -hmm. and how to understand them. Um, and then to, and I, I deal with the archetypes with that course. So get people to really feel the number, not just the number is this, 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 this. Look at the data and feel the number and create yourself an archetype for each energy. Mm -hmm. It's going to really put that deep in your soul. And then my next course teaches you how to blend those numbers. If you're a life path one, how easy will you find it to be a leader if you're an expression number two? Not very easy. Mm. You're an expression number eight. You will find leadership much easier. So the numbers all work together. And your expression number will help some elements of your life path and hinder other elements. And that knowledge of knowing what you're gonna find easier and what you might stumble on, you, you know then to keep an eye on that. Yeah, and you mentioned the, the number eight. And from what I know that number eight is like a powerhouse number. When, and then even with the archetypes, when I try my best to explain to people each number and based off of the name I go back in my mind and I think do I know someone personally with this number and that's how I create my archetype because yes. I'm like oh my brother is an eight and he he's self-taught he's taught himself how to play several instruments 
He's always been good with managing his finances. He went straight into the Air Force from high school. Like, it's just, he's a boss, but he may also suffer with not owning his true power. And yes. some people may suffer with low self-esteem. Some people may experience things at an early childhood with abandonment. So I think about different people and I'm like, okay, this has been something that I've noticed is a pattern with this number. This has been something I noticed is a pattern. And that's how I remember it. That's how I was like, it's a lot yeah. of information, but then yeah. there's some people I don't come across often. So then that's when I'll go to the internet and, and share yes. information with them that resonates with me. But yes. just for those people listening, when you hear all of these numbers just floating all around like a, a vegetable soup, <laughs> you can kind of know, like if you heard us say it, and you want more information, you can either reach out to Katie, you can reach out to me, or you can Google it and pick what resonates with you because it is so much information out there. Yeah. Now, this isn't something I thought about before until just now. Do you, when people play the lottery, is there anything you do with lottery numbers in numerology or you don't mix the two? No, because... Your numerology chart is all about you. And you, if you were to choose a line of numbers that resonate with you, that's fine, but it's not going to change the external world. Exactly. So people think is that if I choose these numbers, I'm more likely to win because they're my numbers. This, I would use that number for my personal knowledge, but it's not going to affect anything. So I never use lottery numbers in that way because they just don't affect the outside world in that way, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm, I'm a big lottery person anyway. <laughs> it's fixed. But no, yeah. I, I used to have that issue because when I was younger, my my mom's boyfriend he used to people used to come to him and tell them their dreams and he would give them lottery numbers based off of their dreams and they would win so when I got older if I would dream something and I remember if it was a number in it or something I would immediately think I'm supposed to play that number I'm supposed wow. to play that number or if I saw a number repeating on the clock all the time before I even knew about angel numbers I would think I'm supposed to play that number and then I will waste my money and I would never win. <laughs> I think it's more the energy, the wisdom of that number. Go to the wisdom of that number. Right. And I had to learn that the hard yeah. way after losing yeah. so many times. <laughs> like maybe that number was trying to give me a message. Like I've even found a lottery ticket outside of my house. And I was like, is this a winning number? Like, is this like, am I about to hit the lottery? Do I need to go cash it in? and nothing and so <laughs> I would go back to the internet and I'm like let me google what this angel number means and that message really resonated with me yes so I want people to get out of the idea that numbers mean you're gonna win the lottery like that's not always the case no that's that just number could have case. a deeper meaning yeah. about your life maybe something yeah, afraid yeah. about maybe something that has been weighing on you these numbers can give you so much abundance 
on a deeper level. Absolutely. Abundance of knowledge, wisdom. Yes. Inner knowing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, society focuses on money. Success is based on money. I want to be rich. I want to have lots of money so I can buy material things and money and money and money. But really, life isn't about that. That's just society. That's just capitalism. Mm-hmm. You know, and it saddens me that so many people base their whole life on money and then they get it and they wonder why they're not happy. Because they've told themselves that money will make them happy. Now they have money and they don't get why they're not happy. Why? Why? What's missing? Why am I still not happy? Mm. How many billionaires are happy? Right. I don't even know any of them. So, <laughs> well, you know, there's quite a lot of billionaires on antidepressants and that drink a lot, as far as I know. <sighs> anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox on that subject. <laughs> okay. So, before we conclude this episode, I want to ask you based off of the intention that you had about why you do what you do and why it's important to get this information out there so people know about it. What affirmation could a person say to themselves or maybe an affirmation that you say to yourself to help you remember what you're here for, what your purpose is. And so people just won't give up on themselves because they're still figuring it out. What affirmation would you say? I would say I have a a personal life purpose, a personal meaning for my own evolution, my own personal evolution. Now I'd probably reword that a little bit, but the the essence is there that, um, you know, that we mustn't let society influence what we're here to be. I have a I am here to achieve that purpose and evolve in my own way. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yes, (laughs) because a lot of people feel like that purpose is outside of themselves and they have to wait for permission from someone else to really take action and do the work that they came here to do. Yes, there may be some obstacles. Yes, there may be some some things that come up throughout that time, but it helps you to learn. It helps you to evolve. It helps you to grow that whole evolution because life isn't just that straight path. It's going to be some, some turns and some twists and some heels and some bumps. And even when you when you are finding out your life path or your life purpose, you always have a choice throughout that. And that's where that destiny comes into place. Like if this was already written in stone, you wouldn't have a choice. You wouldn't have free yeah. will to decide. Yeah. So well, you I can't create, resonate with that. You, yeah. you create your destiny. You create it as you go by the things that bring you joy, the br- things that bring you happiness, what yeah. resonate with you and who resonates with you and then letting the other shit go that doesn't serve you. Yes. <laughs> absolutely um, it's really helped me to find direction I'm here to be a seven yeah and I've always had that urge underneath because I'm a soul urge seven too mm-hmm. I had that urge to know my purpose even before my dad told me about numerology I've always asked myself in bed as a kid if I lost all my toys 
would it really be the end of the world? Or if, are there things that are more important in this world than the pieces of wood, metal and plastic that we surround ourselves with? Mm. Uh, and that's just something that's always been within me. But sevens, they're normally quite quiet and aloof and tend to be a bit of people watchers. Mm. And always a five, loudmouthed, gobby. <laughs> you know, people heard me before they saw me, really. So my sevenness is coming on over time and I'm creating that one decision at a time. And it, by knowing that I'm a three, four, seven, I follow that. And yeah. I work towards that. And I resonate with that in every way. I've always loved everything about being a seven. So I'm just gonna work every day. And that's why I don't believe in a fixed destiny because otherwise, what is the point? Yeah. And a seven, for you guys listening, a seven resonates with a spiritualist, an analyst, yes. a seeker, a seeker of knowledge, a seeker of wisdom, a seeker of what's next? <laughs> who am I? Right. What's the meaning of life? Um, who am I really? A dot of light in a machine of a body. Mm. This is my covering. This is just the machine that I, that my soul is using to experience this world but really I'm a soul I'm a little dot of light right do you consider yourself by being a seven a manifester now that's going a little bit more into the human design aspect mm. of stuff but the sevens I know like my sister is a seven and she is a very strong manifester but she could also manifest negative stuff if she goes in that direction or if things are weighing her down yes. I've always seen um, the manifester as the energy of the eight. Mm, the powerhouse. Okay. Because the seven is very much about their purpose is to develop themselves. If they do nothing else in this world, if they never get a job, if they're still developing themselves, they're walking their path. Mm. It's not just theory with a seven. It's your relationships. You learn from the people that you speak to in the world and the people that you interact with. And sometimes the seven can tip too much towards the theory and not realize that we're here to experience the world. That's why we're here. Mm. So it's manifesting internally for a seven. But an eight takes that. The eight has the seven within them. So they take all that knowledge, all that intuition that they've already got. Mm -hmm. Then they manifest that in the world. Okay. It's okay. Uh, how can people? Seven. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Right. So the eight to me has always been the manifester, but you might find that it's somewhere else in her chart that she's an eight expression or mm -hmm. an eight solar okay. because your passion can drive you. And if you haven't got the talent straight away, you'll develop that. Yeah. If you're passionate, eight, if your soul urge number is eight, you're going to get out there and you're going to do it. Whether you can or you can't, you're just going to do it. And then you'll learn and you'll be able to do it. So it depends where that number is in her chart. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> so how can people connect with you? So people can connect with me on Facebook. I have a, a page on Facebook, um, uh, Soul Explorer Numerology. But for the, the quickest responses from me come from sending me an email and that's uh, katie at soulexplorer.net 
Um, and I have a, a website if people would like to look. It needs a bit more work, the website, and that's soulexplorer.net. Okay. And as I mentioned, she has that podcast on Spotify. So if you want to listen to some of her episodes on Spotify, you can look for the Soul Explorer numerology podcast. Like I found it. Um, and yes, connect with Katie. Yes, yes, yes. She has so much information and she's a beautiful person inside and out. And she didn't even get upset when I tried to do my British accent. <laughs> I'm bursting to tell you that I love the way you say Spotify. Say it again. Spotify. I say Spotify. I say I say Spotify. Spotify. You say Spotify. I love that. It's more melodic. I love that. On Spotify. I'm on Spotify. And when I was at school, it wasn't KT, it was KE. Hey. Hey. Okay. So I mean, like. <laughs> and then I've learned a couple of different lingo, like the tube. I said the metro or the subway. Is it, what's it, the metro? How do you say it? the tube? Is that what it's called? The underground. The, the underground? tube. The tube. What's tube? Ch- tube. Oh. I don't know. I've learned so many different things. <laughs> Just like, call it the underground. Hot dogs and beans a different way. It's, it's like so many different things. Hot dogs. Bruv. Hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Yeah, I sound like really hot dogs. Yeah. But you call it like something else, like not Franks and Beans. What is it? <laughs> what do you call like if someone eats hot dogs and pork and beans? What? You don't know. You don't hot, yeah. hot dogs. Do you eat hot dogs? Yeah, we we have hot dogs. Yeah, we you have call hot it that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe it was just someone else I was talking to because then I learned that the eggplant was called like an umbergine or something. Yeah, I've never understood what an eggplant was, and somebody said it's an aubergine, Kate, and I'm like, an aubergine. So why is it called an eggplant? And they're like, that's just what Americans call it. I'm like, oh, I just was. And what is it? It took me ages to figure out what aluminum was. What is that? And then somebody said aluminium. I'm like, oh. Aluminium? That's what you guys. Aluminium. Aluminium. You say, which I think is really cool, aluminum. Aluminum foil. (laughs) Yeah. And basil, you say basil. Do you say basil instead of basil? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Alum- so many words that you say. I'm going to start saying alumnium. <laughs> okay, Alumnium. we can be here forever. We could be here forever, yeah. but I'm not going to keep you long because I know it's the afternoon and I know you've had a long day at work. So I'm not going to keep you, but I thank you so much. You are so wonderful. You're so hilarious too. And you don't even know it. <laughs> I've loved every minute of doing it and talking to you. So it's great. Oh, well, thank you so much, Katie. And thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Soul Healer Podcast. And until next time, I'll speak with you later. <laughs>